0: Congratulations! you found the audio podcast version of Talking Comic Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. A weekly live show in which host Lena Sultana and host Alyssa Franks from the Friends of CCI Forum bring together a round table of special guests to talk Comic Con, con culture, and the pop culture you can find at cons. It's all about cons. <laughs> This is season three, episode five, recorded on the twenty third of August, two thousand and fifteen. And this episode, we talked Disney's D twenty three Expo with three people who were actually there: Martin Burke and Mark Velez from the SDCC Google Plus community, and Katrina Dennis from Movie Pilot. D twenty three, held in sunny Anaheim, California, showcased everything Disney, Lucasfilm, and Marvel Studios, which meant we had a lot to talk about. Hello there and welcome to Talking Comic Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. Thank you very much indeed for joining us uh, today. Uh, Wherever you are, uh, do let us know uh, using the hashtag sdcc because it is all about uh, interacting and letting us know where you're watching um, the show from. Uh, This is a hangout which we run every Sunday where we talk uh, San Diego Comic Con, com culture and all the stuff and nonsense that goes around it. Uh, This week... We're going to be talking rather specifically about OneCon. Uh, what I'm going to do is introduce my guests. We've got a competition we were going to be running as well. So I'll tell you about that once we've done a little bit of an intro. But um, it's all about you uh, on this Hangout. So if you wouldn't mind, jump on the Q&A on the uh, Google Plus event page. Let us know where you're watching from. And also any questions that you want to ask because it is all about uh, Roundtable. It's all about jumping in and asking your own questions. You can also interact with us on Twitter, CupOTSDCC. Uh, we've got uh, I've got multiple windows open here, so I am keeping an eye on everything. Um, let's do a quick introduction of uh, my guests uh, who we've got joining us today. Uh, starting from my left to right, we have my regular partner in crime. We have Alyssa Franks from the Friends of CC Forum. Hello, Alyssa. How are you?
1: I am well. How about yourself?
0: I'm surviving, thank you. How's how's <laughs> yeah? When we, we we were coming online and we were just sort of uh, you were looking a little bit. Um, uh, frazzled. How's things going with the uh, the forum? Is it all coming together?
1: Um, it's, it, we're, we're trying. We um, <laughs> one of our one of the editor uh, that I had for uh, the new front page um, had a major computer meltdown, as in mobo, graphics card, all of it gone, hard drive gone. Um, so we're we're trying to sort all of that out now fair enough wouldn't Um, be life without
0: technical problems well (laughs) this hangout is for you to just decompress for an hour and just kind of relax and enjoy yourself Mm -hmm. so thank you very much indeed for joining us Uh, next up we have Katrina Dennis from uh, Movie Pilot and indeed her own uh, bits and pieces around the web how are you doing Katrina? I'm
2: alright how are you?
0: fine thank you Um, (laughs) have you managed to recover yet? Uh, oh, I, I think
2: I'm finally there, and I, I think I'm I'm done with conventions for the rest of the year until <sighs> New York Comic Con, of course.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm That's what I like, by the, the rest of the year. It's like the next four weeks.
0: <laughs> yeah, there is this one little one <laughs> to go. You're not quite there yet.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. after that, it's sleeping until Christmas.
0: Oh, listen, I've already started seeing those kind of, um, yeah, so many weeks before Christmas. I'm ignoring them for the moment. I'm not there yet. So (laughs) thank you very much indeed for joining us, Katrina. Absolutely. And um, uh, the reason why we've got Katrina on is because she went to D23, as well as uh, did uh, Mark Velez, who joined us last week briefly. Uh, in 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 picture if not in sound uh, but he's uh, he's come uh, both prepared now uh, how are you doing mark i'm good leonard how are you i'm fine thank you um obviously we're going to get into all sorts of bits and pieces in terms of what your experience uh, of d23 mm-hmm. was so uh, we'll uh, come to you but it's great to see that someone has actually got a cup of tea with him um, <laughs> my cup my cup is a... I haven't filled my cup I haven't had the chance. I've, been running. I've, got, I've got the cup. I just haven't got any tea in it. It's so you need important.
1: an assistant. I
0: oh, know. It's empty. That's, that's a shame. But you've got yours. Look at that. I'm
3: taking a stand for the colonies. I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I also like
0: the fact that you are, in fact, drinking from your Disneyland cup as well, which is perfect theme
3: uh, yeah. for D23 as well. The uh, Hipster Mickey, available at uh, Wonderground Gallery.
0: <laughs> excellent thank you very much indeed for joining us Martin so it is all about D23 if there's any questions you want to ask like I say uh, we tried myself and Alyssa to answer as many as we could from what we were spotting on social media but we have Katrina, Martin and uh, Mark to talk about what it was like uh, actually at the con um, what we are also doing uh, between now and when we wrap things up in about 45, uh, uh, 55 minutes time is giving away some books. Uh, now, uh, I know that everybody gets themselves a San Diego Comic-Con souvenir guide, and there's thousands, tens of hundreds of thousands of copies of these things floating around. That's fine. And indeed, in 2014, you may have picked up this, which is the uh, rather nice uh, Jim Lee uh, cover, which he um, penciled, inked, and coloured himself for the um, 45th anniversary of San Diego Comic-Con, of Batman there. But what you may not have is this particular copy, because it's signed. We have two of them, and we're going to give them away on this very show. If you want to enter the competition, which we're going to give away, these two, um, on this very Hangout, what we want you to do is using the hashtag that you can see at the top of the screen as well, My Dream Jim Lee. One of the best panels at San Diego Comic-Con for me is actually one of the last ones. And it's held in room two upstairs. It's the uh, Artist Alley How-To Room, and it's where Jim Lee sits there, and it's supposed to be where he explains his technique. He's supposed to talk about uh, his history in comics. And it ends up just being a... Backwards and forwards, uh, to and fro, lots of questions from the, uh, the crowd that have come to see him, and him sketching all sorts of bits and pieces. It's magic to watch because it starts out being just this series of pencil scribbles and just some very strange... And even he's turning around and saying, oh, I just don't know if this is going to turn out right. And it's a masterpiece. And you just don't know how the hell he does it, and it happens in seconds. It's brilliant to go to. Um, what we want you to do on this Hangout, and using... The hashtag, My Dream Jim Lee. if you were in the room at room two, what would you like him to draw? Okay? That's all we want you to do. Uh, you can also attach his um, uh, name to it as well. Attract as much attention as you can. You never know. We may even try and get his attention to try and draw it for you. But who knows? Listen, that's, that's, <laughs> that's pie in the sky stuff. But what we would like you to do then is to let us know before the end of today's Hangout, My Dream Jim Lee. That's the hashtag. Okay? You can use that on Twitter. We'll randomly choose someone at the end of the show. So, D23, 2015. It's a convention that only takes place every uh, other year. And it is Disney's own uh, in that it's not organized by a convention organizer. It's done by Disney themselves. And at the end of the day, they are the people that put together... Disneyland Disney World they should know how to organize a crowd at d23 we were hearing one or two slight hiccups, but across the board, it does also sound that so much stuff got uh, shown on the panels and actually on the exhibition floor. it really did seem like everyone had a fantastic time with just one of those one or two flies in the ointment. So this is where we now turn to our guests, and this is where I want you to jump in with uh, your impressions. Um we'll start with Katrina. Number one, what were you going there for? Because um, I know that you go as press. Uh, do you uh, work for movie work for movie pilot or write for movie pilot. Were you going as press this time? Oh, we've got no sound.
1: Mm-hmm. What? Oh
0: there we go. Oh, there we go. Oh.
2: <laughs> yeah, I did, I went and uh, covered a press with Movie Pilot, so I was assigned to a lot of the nostalgia-based panels, so I went to the Toy Story Animation Reunion, I went to the uh, 20th anniversary for a Goofy movie, and um, I went to the Aladdin uh, anniversary as well. So those are the big three for me, uh, but I also went to Disney Interactive, which was amazing and uh, it was a really great show and yeah so I had a really good time overall there were of course a lot of hiccups um, as we were exiting a goofy movie and I'll go a little deeper into this later but um, there ended up being 900 of us in like a, a hallway that was about 35 feet wide and we waited there for about 15 minutes so that was kind of freaky oh but yeah otherwise really good like 90% <laughs> awesome
0: I mean, the the one thing that I always find fascinating about D23 is kind of where people come at it from, because mm-hmm. um, it, it sounds like um kind of your, not your average convention, but it's no. definitely a fan expo. It's kind of like billed as being for the fans. But it's kind of like attracting everyone now, because obviously you've got uh Marvel and you've got Lucasfilm uh, all tied in with the Disney brand. Was mm-hmm. there, a, I, I mean, are you a Hardcore
2: Disney fan? Uh, no. Um, but I do love Disney. You know, it's always been a part of my life. I grew up with a lot of the iconic 90s movies, like the three I had just named. You know, um, Mulan was a big part of my life. Um, and so there, you know, I, I grew up into what I think is one of the golden eras, one of the golden eras of Disney. So I feel very lucky to have done that. But as far as like collecting pins and being like, hardcore and joining awesome clubs so you can get into sweet bars that like normal people don't know about in Disneyland. Um, it's an aspiration but not something that I do.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, so you, you were obviously there to uh, catch up with um, all sorts of bits and pieces as part yeah. of Mo- movie pilot. Um, was there anything that you got up to uh, that you take away as a massive uh, highlight for yourself?
2: Oh, everything Star Wars that went on at the convention. There was so much more than what I thought there would be. You know, I thought there would be what we got through the panels and maybe like some video game demos on the floor, but they they pulled out all the stops. And if you watch the floor every day after the announcement for Star for anything Star Wars, um, it uh, something changed on the floor, like something would be added. So it was really cool.
0: Excellent. Really okay. Uh, well, we're gonna go down the line and we're gonna find out what, uh, the highlights certainly were. Uh, Mark, now, finally, we got you on camera and we've got audio, so we get the chance to actually uh, talk to you because you were, when we spoke to you before, it was kind of like first thing in the morning and you were approaching D23 slightly differently because you weren't kind of like getting in there kind of like first thing in the lines or anything. You were taking it a little bit more laid back. What was, what was your approach this year? Well, my, well, this is, this is my first ever D23, so,
4: um, I didn't know what to expect. I actually had a lot of anxiety leading up to it, and, like, I I felt so unprepared. I as, as opposed to Comic Con, which I've gone to since 2001, I know what to do, I know what to expect. I didn't know how, I didn't know how crazy or fanatical Disney fans would be. I didn't know whether people would line up early, I didn't, I didn't know anything. Um, and then I was hearing reports on Friday morning, and um, that looked a little scary. And then um, I was like, oh, I really wasn't prepared for just the lineup and any of that. My And it was just really hot as well. But my main um, objective with D23 was to get to the Marvel panel. Um, that was the only thing I wanted to do. Um, I was telling Martin at the show, I'm like, yep, I spent $150 just so I can watch Marvel. And it was kind of
0: all <laughs> worth it. And it was all worth it. Oh, yes. fantastic. Excellent. So obviously then, uh, Marvel was the big uh, focus for you, but um, did you have your eyes opened to all things Disney?
4: Um, I, I like Disney. I'm not quite – I like Katrina. I'm not quite the Disney fanatic. Um, I have friends – Who are Disney fanatics? My girlfriend is a um, loves Disney, and um, so part of part of the show for us was oh we also got to see we also got Twilight tickets, discounted tickets to Disneyland, so we did that a couple of days. Um, So you know, like I, I my my girlfriend had a very good. Quote, um, and I'm gonna butcher it, and she's gonna hate me for it. Um, but when her, they had exhibits for Disneyland Shanghai, and she was, and she's like, yeah, you know, they really shouldn't be showing these because it shows how much better some of these other Disney parks are, to
0: like the California ones. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, I was, I did spot that uh, on the. Uh, on the various bits of social media, the the revelations of what they're going to get up to at uh, various parks around the world. So, yeah, it's interesting to see. And obviously there was the uh, the Star Wars uh, features that are going to be attached to uh, the the Disneyland parks. And I know that was something that, um, I know Dennis was very excited because, I mean, I can see that poster behind you. I can
3: see that thing. Dennis is my brother. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Martin.
0: Sorry, <laughs> oh, <good one. laughs> Martin. I do I didn't <laughs> it's, yes, I do apologize. Martin, yes, the uh, the, the poster behind you. Yeah, one that one came that on social media. I just think, oh, wrong side. Keep going. That's the one I'm looking at. So obviously, Star Wars was, was uh, massive for you. Was there? I mean, apart from obviously the panel, which was just uh, immense. What else kind of like blew your mind?
3: Uh, well, I went as the Disney fan of the group, right? So we would we would go to, Disney, to D23 whether or not Star Wars or Marvel were part of it. Um, we're annual pass holders. We're the the people that Katrina was just describing earlier. Uh, <laughs> is uh, that's kind of us. Um, so you know, I love all that stuff as you can see. So that was definitely you know a big part of it, but. For me the the exciting part was seeing how many people there actually were Disney fans. I was expecting it to be swamped with Star Wars and Marvel fans. Um but there were a remarkable number of people there um because they were Disney fans. The the Disney cosplay went deep into the archives. You know, you saw you saw costumes there that that you would never see anywhere else, you know. So well, that's something that I was going to bring up
0: because um, I did see a lot of uh, cosplay pictures, but they did seem uh, across the board um, in terms of there was the the Marvel, the Star Wars in there. There was a lot of Disney uh, cosplay on display then.
3: There was, and, you know, for example, you, there were numerous people dressed up as the uh, the characters from Pinocchio as they were transitioning into donkeys, you know, and you that's just something you don't see at a, at a regular convention. You know, you don't go that deep into into Disney costumes, so that was really cool. Well,
0: I mean, uh, I know that you go to uh, San Diego, well, all three, but all of us go to uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, right. What would you say would be kind of like the biggest,
3: certainly the the, the, the sense
0: of difference between the two events?
3: Um, well, like uh, Katrina mentioned, the um, the nostalgia panels, um, you know, they're there to sell an entire brand, and they're, it's not specifically... Um, Lots of small brands there to sell their next item. It's it's a lot of you know it's that one big brand, and so they can have massive panels on. Um, let's talk about how much we like riding on the Jungle Cruise, you know, and and it's they're not selling you anything. They're just telling you about the Jungle Cruise, you know, and you, c- you can't get that at another convention really. So uh, so that was pretty cool. Well, I guess we got it a bit at, at Star Wars Celebration as well with ILM panels and things. Um, and also, just the floor itself, if you've ever been to, like, an auto show or, or one of these great big trade shows where it just seems like they just pour money in, that's what the floor was like. Um, you know, there were thick carpets and wide aisleways, and um, they just they went above and beyond on things that they put on the exhibit floor. So, that was pretty cool. Fantastic.
0: I mean, did you did so- sort
3: of... Oh,
0: go for it, Alyssa. Yeah, it's, so, round, it's round table. Everyone jump in,
1: please. <laughs> so it was more. It was as you said. It was more of a showcase, you know, for Disney as opposed to um, bringing together of people like in most comic conventions.
4: Yes, it was. A, it was very much a showcase of um, yeah. all things Disney. Like they had three Disney stores um, mm-hmm. there with um, a separate. They had had a separate, almost um, like waiting area next to the Disney (laughs) stores for just for lines, which was cool in one sense. But yeah, and and um, they had like the center stage, which had performances by a lot of Disney artists. They had Radio Disney. Um, It was all things Disney. So if you're very cynical Mm -hmm. of Disney, this wasn't a place to go. But if if you like Disney, then you're then you feel very much at home. (laughs)
2: the <laughs> before reminded me a lot of, um, you know, when you go to, to trade shows like E3, um, mm-hmm. and they have the big, like, very ceremonious kind of decorative booths. Um, it reminded me, of, uh, uh, reminded me of that, but with a Comic-Con sort of crowd. So it was a nice mixture. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: it was a very industry meets fan.
1: Yeah, it's, it's interesting, it, and it's kind of fun. I, you know, it's, I, I like... I like that presentation and mm-hmm. bringing to the forefront the new the new products and the new stuff like advertising not quite advertising but showing everybody what the other parks look like. So I, I can understand you know m- making that a destined those other parks a destination uh, mm-hmm. place yeah, for people this, to go to.
3: Definitely, yeah. And the swag they gave away was like you don't see at Comic Con anymore.
2: Oh, yeah. God, yeah. 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 I so. was, yeah. I was in, I was in line for I'm sorry. Go on. Oh, no, no, please go ahead, Katrina. Uh, I so I did miss the live action panel and it was absolutely heartbroken. and I went to the Art Awakens booth cuz I heard they were making like nice big prints of the Stormtrooper lineup from the First Order uh shot in the teaser and so I got in line for that and then in the middle of it they announced the new poster that Drew Struzan one that's behind you. And I was already getting this smaller one because my, my, my coworker went to the panel and she didn't want it, so hey. But then they printed it out and it's like 60 inches tall. So I was able to give my smaller one to my friend Haley for her birthday and get this giant one from the Art Awakens booth. And I was just like sounding the alarms on Twitter like, you all have to go to Art Awakens! You have gotta get the large poster! Blah, 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 So. Well,
0: okay, what was your, uh, the old Prize swag that you picked up
2: then. Mine? Yeah. Um, I would say that, and then uh, at the Disney Interactive panel, they gave away the Disney Infinity three Mickey Mouse with the King Mickey uh, pod, and it's amazing. And I I saw that Yeah, Martin, you've got yours back there. And these guys are retailing for like one hundred and twenty bucks on eBay now—a figurine and a pod. Like,
0: hey, let's
3: go over to. Uh, how it is.
0: There we go. Let's go over to Martin. uh, Go on, then. Show those off. No, come on. Show those off off again.
3: I forgot they don't pop up unless I'm talking. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. There we go. So, yeah. This this is also going to be fantastic for the audio version as well. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Both the disc in, then Mickey gets his outfit from Kingdom Hearts, which was awesome. Excellent. I think it showed. um, One of the things that cracked me up in that panel was... I totally expected it to be all Star Wars uh, fans there for for um, Star Wars Battlefront, and mm-hmm. you you couldn't turn around without hitting a Kingdom Hearts fan in that place. It was fantastic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, what was your um, prime piece? Of, was that your prime piece of swag as well? Because I'm seeing all sorts of bits and pieces behind you. That Jungle Book poster is amazing.
3: Yeah, the Jungle Book poster is amazing, and the the, the footage for the Jungle Book was ridiculous. <laughs> it was so great. Uh, now I'm a huge Jungle Book fan, so you know it's gonna it's gonna of course seem maybe a little bit better to me. But um, keep an eye on that movie. That's gonna be a great movie. Um, I liked. We got a little fabric swatch. Uh, if you're a if you're a fabric person, that's um, that's bigger than a fat quarter actually. Of uh, and they were just giving those out to people. Um, for um, to show, you know, Disney fabrics for costuming and things, so that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I think the the Drew Struzan poster is probably the, my favorite.
0: <laughs> it is a stunning piece of work, and I'm a Struzan fan. So I mean, when I saw it, I was just I was incredibly happy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, certainly one thing I want to bring up with. Well, no, We'll, you, we'll, go, we'll come back to that. I'm going to come back to that. I want to speak to Mark as well about um, what he picked up. What did what did you find? Uh, at D23, Mark. Um, I I was with Martin at the live action
4: panel, so I also got the uh, Drew Struzan poster as well as the Jungle Book poster. Um, I picked up some random. They had the trading card um, thing going on all weekend, so I picked up a few of their trading cards, but um, not. I ended up getting like five Jessies and six Maleficents, and I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to be one of those people that goes crazy for them, because by Sunday, the trading card game got intense. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> like, intense.
2: I remember seeing that. It was like, I I looked at Twitter, and like, I'm sorry, I'm a little loud. I looked at Twitter, and there was a photo of this giant crowd like convert, convulsing in this one area, and it yeah, was like, yeah. somebody announced a goofy card.
4: <laughs> because they they, they kept them announcing it on the app, and then people would just like flock to it. And I remember on S- Sunday, the last announcement, it would flock to hall the, the entrance of the hall C, and I was walking back in mm-hmm. just randomly, and then I was like, "Why are there so many people here?" I'm like, "Oh, it's a trading card." <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, okay. Well, we'll, uh, well, well, I'll then go. I'll come back to uh, Martin and the question I was going to ask about the live action panel then. Um, sorry, Katrina. I I, I'm, I know that this is going to be rubbing it in. I, I'm so sorry, <laughs> but that yeah. Um, the one thing that I did notice uh, with the live action panel is that it was talking about a, lo- a number of Disney uh, pro- uh, properties being turned into live action. Did, is that what's been the sense that with the Disney fans? That it, it, is that kind of like a trend that they are embracing?
3: Yeah, I mean they've done a great job so far. So i yeah, I think everyone's really excited about it, and what they showed um they didn't have a, any real footage for uh, Beauty and the Beast, but they had some cast and they sang a little bit and um that was you know that was really great and yeah, I think the disney fans are are really looking forward to it cool okay they they did some that were original movies that are live action as well, like Queen of Capwa and things and uh yeah they, they didn't show a movie in there that I didn't think looked good. <laughs>
0: But then again, you are the hardcore uh, Disney fan, so you are biased. I
3: am, I oh, am. Yeah, they were preaching to the choir there.
4: Oh yeah, yeah. The, the the largest ovations during the live-action panel were for Johnny Depp and the announcement that Orlando Bloom will be back for Pirates. And then, <laughs> you know, my girlfriend stood up for that, and she was <laughs> she was acting all cool most of the time, and then Johnny Depp I just stood up.
0: Um, one thing I wanted, well, in that case, it kind of brings up this question, I was just wondering if it is the the kind of difference between D23 and other conventions. With, say, Comic-Con and New York Comic-Con, when they have panels, they're kind of having to sell the products to uh, an, uh, an assembled audience, and they're kind of having to almost convince them. Like Mar- Martin said, though, is it more a case of preaching to the choir? They, there's going to be a it's going to be kind of like a rapturous applause anyway. What do you think? What do you think, guys? Uh, (laughs) Katrina's deep in thought.
2: Oh, sorry. I mean, it's... The audience, it's a little different from con to con, you know. With New York Comic Con, the idea of people lining up overnight for a convention is unheard of. Like, nobody lines up overnight over there. Because it's cold, and everyone wants to go home, and they could take the train in thirty minutes later. So, but it, at D twenty three, it's very much like a Comic Con crowd, you know. Um, and in certain panels, like the live action panel, you are not allowed to record, just like in certain other panels at Comic Con. So they try to keep it as exclusive as possible. Um, but it is, I, I feel like it's just a more patient crowd because uh, Disney fans are used to waiting, and you know. Uh, so it, it, I think it was just more pleasant overall.
3: Okay. Yeah. And for me, I, I mean, I I love all the all the Marvel movies, and you know I'm a big Avengers comic fan, um, but I don't care for this the Civil War comics, so I haven't been looking forward to that at all. Uh, and I mentioned to Mark right before they started talking about Civil War, like, eh, you know, I like bad guys, good guys fighting bad guys, not good guys fighting good guys. I'm really not into this. And then mm-hmm. they showed the trailer, and uh, it blew me away. <laughs> it <laughs> looks like the best movie yet. <laughs> so they weren't always preaching to the choir, and they but they they sold it every time. It, it always worked, whatever they showed. So yeah, that movie looks awesome. <laughs> <laughs> also, w-
4: I was gonna say, also one of the biggest differences, um, at least particularly for like a Hall H versus a Hall D23, is that. You know, in, the, in the typical Hall H panel, they'll bring the they'll they'll um, bring the guests out. They'll do a little Q and A, um, some audience questions, and then they'll and then they'll show footage. In the Hall D23, um, chairman was up. They talked, brought out somebody. They talked, brought out the um, the guests. They said something real quick. We were all reading through the, through the teleprompter that we discovered, and then they showed footage, and then that was it. And then uh, turned it uh, turn it over to the next. To the next show, so yeah, it was it, a huge difference from, like, how the presentations would be.
2: It was very industry, like a, yes. like I mentioned, it was very much like E3 in that sense, too, where you had, you know, because when you watch E3 conferences online, it's the exact same thing, you know, you have the chairman or the developer come out, say a thing, show the trailer, maybe Aisha Tyler comes out, and, you know, that's that's the presentation, so it was cool, it was nice. Like, it felt like they were taking fans very seriously.
3: Yeah. And to be honest with you, not having 20, 25 minutes of awkward questions was A-okay with me. (laughs) Excellent stuff. Okay.
1: Um, Alyssa, any questions that you'd like to ask? Um. uh, I was just wondering about the Disney booths. We heard a little bit that, uh, there was some problems purchasing items at the, you had mentioned earlier that there were three Disney, um merchandise booths. Did you guys brave the booths at, at those three booths at all and did you, uh, get anything and what was your experience?
2: No. You're okay. Well I, well, I went. I went shopping elsewhere. I went to We Love Fine. I got this, and then um, I got the Jedi dress, and then I, you know, I went to a lot of the the smaller businesses and stuff. So I I saw the line for the Dream Store every single day out in the hot sun, and I was just like, "That's never happening for me." <laughs>
3: <laughs> I can. I, I agree. <laughs> see. I'm sorry. The
2: people are brave. <laughs>
3: How about you, Mark? Did you get into the
4: stores at all? I I went into the Disney Dream Store a couple times. Um, the the line for the D- Disney Dream Store is actually the shortest line of the three stores, um, which is really surprising. Um, I didn't buy anything. My girlfriend bought stuff, um, and I o- I almost bought the the Force Awakens t-shirt, and then I decided against it. I was, it, it was it looked good, it looked nice. I was like, ah. I, I don't know if I wanted, it. but um, there there was some stuff that, the, to be honest, the, the the space they had for the lines was longer than the was bigger than the space they had for the actual store, because they also needed space for actually buying stuff. But they would run out of things during the day. Like I think they ran out of things uh, Thursday. They had to restock. Um, they ran out of some things on Sunday as well, and they had to restock. But I, I was hearing some stories about, like, somebody was in line to the other Disney store, one of the other Disney stores, and then um, how their friends, like, they would send friends out to go to the Dream Store, and they'd come back multiple times getting stuff, and she would still be in line at the exact <laughs> same spot. Um, my girlfriend went also to, uh, she went in line to that one. The She went to all three big stores. Um, she she loves Disney. Uh, the the, the Disney Store she went to, that line took forever. And she when she went in, she's like, there really wasn't anything she wanted here. She's like, I wasted all afternoon for this, so I have to buy things. And then right. she went, yeah. And then she went to Mickey's of Glendale, which is more of an imaginarium, I guess that's what they call it, and it's more new stuff that they have coming up. And she liked that more, but again, that one that line was incredibly long. Um, and it split up into two separate lines later with just merchandise or merchandise and pins. And she got she just like, well, I'm spending too much time merchandise alone is shorter than merchandise and pins. And then she didn't even want to look at where the pins what 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 they were selling at the pin section because she didn't want to feel that regret of not of missing out on on that. But she said there were there were um, a lot of really cool things at the Mickey's of Glendale store, but the lines were just really.
0: Really bad. Yeah, uh, we've got uh, we've got a couple of people who are jumping in on the uh, the Q and A. We've got uh, Dan Berry who's saying the Mickey of Glendale store at D23 had a horrid line. Uh, so, but I mean the one thing I was reading on um, social media was the the difference in the exhibition floor. Uh, or uh, I mean I don't know what the actual term for it, the the floor. The floor um, saying that the the aisles were very wide, mm-hmm. except that, and the booths were rather small and. Kind of like, yeah, they were losing uh, stock a great deal of time because there wasn't a great deal of place to put everything. But we've got Mel Shaw that's jumped in on the Q and A, saying that the floor was immaculate and very artistically and dramatically lit. Lots of great swag. It was a show, and a great one at that. Uh, was that everyone's take on the on the floor? Who did who did the floor? Out of you? Three. I, I loved
2: it. I, I did the floor every single day, and there was always something new to see. So that was really cool. Uh, and each presentation was just so immaculately done, like everything was clean, despite any lines that the floor might have had, nothing felt stuffy, um, unless I guess if you were in those lines, and uh, it was just, it was great, and the vendors they chose, you could tell they very carefully chose people to fill the emporium, which is what their vendor areas were, and selling things wasn't like... You know, selling physical items—that wasn't the focus of the floor, so it was very, it was very different this year. So it was really cool. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I would, I would agree with all that definitely. Um, and I contrasted a bit with Star Wars Celebration. You went to Celebration, right, Christina? Yep. Yeah, I, I felt the, the focus on exclusives was so, um, just immense at Celebration that you actually mm-hmm. couldn't buy anything. <laughs> because everything was an exclusive so everything had a line and everything was sold out and I I couldn't even you couldn't even buy a t-shirt at celebration mm-hmm. because they're all locked up in the exclusive area um so they did a much better job at this one I thought with that
2: mm-hmm.
3: did you do the floor Mark I did the floor every day except
4: for Saturday morning when I was um in line for live action but I was uh, the floor was really nice um it was. Uh, I I really like uh, the the really wide, large aisles. Um, you can feel like you can walk around and not have to speed walk and time your <laughs> time when you're when when the crowd's going to hit you. Um, so it is.
0: That, that was, it's it's, so. it's interesting. Oh, it's a shame that um in social media, uh, I mean there are one or two people that did uh, a couple of periscopes, One or two people doing um, videos, obviously. Videos inside the panels were pretty much neon uh, gone, because you had those delightful bags to put your phones in. Um, but um, a lot of people, I think that's the reason why mas- people like myself and Alyssa are very interested in how d 3 went, because we didn't really get the chance to see it. It was very much you were there and experiencing it in the moment, uh, which I, 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 I find fascinating. Uh, We've got Dan Berry, who's jumped in again, um, saying the exhibit floor was great, not that crowded, except in the line areas. Even the display areas showing the movie costumes and props wasn't too crowded either. Um, Obviously, you were saying that it does sound like the floor was very much kind of an attempt to sell at you, and certainly the items that are on sale, but um, it was something that wasn't a a cheap event to attend in the first place, because they're not cheap tickets. Um, we've got uh, James uh, Jason Coe, who's uh, joined us. Hello, Jason. Um, I, uh, we speak on uh, Twitter a lot. But it's great that you've uh, joined us on the Q&A. Uh, saying, do you know anyone who purchased the Sorcerer's Package? And if so, was it worth the hefty $2,000 price tag? Yeah. Uh, I, I see Martin sort of smiling
3: widely there. Was, was there anyone that you knew? No, definitely not. What, what I thought was interesting was, you know, we knew about the Sorcerer Package. There appeared to be a number of levels of VIP. Yes. Um, I'm sure there were industry VIPs and uh, and things. And so you would see people getting favorable treatment, and then suddenly you would see a family being escorted by someone in their Disney cast member outfit, like from Disneyland and not from D23. And that was clearly even a step above <laughs> the other people that were being treated well. You know, it just, it was amazing to see some of the people that are getting, that getting hustled around there. So I don't know what kind of money went around or what sort of, um, you know, fame these people had that I didn't know about. But, yeah, um, w- when you would get into a panel, it didn't matter how close you were in line, you, were n- you weren't you were at the front. <laughs> <laughs>
1: When, one of the things that uh, Delfina says on the forum is that uh, it's worthwhile, if you're going to go for all three days, it's worthwhile to go for the gold package uh, next year. I don't know if anybody, you know, they even seem like they even had those those levels. <laughs> so what is involved in the gold package? Since that may um. be attainable by us mere mortals. <laughs>
3: Uh, the gold package wasn't a big a big difference to be honest with you. There are a few places where they had a gold silver line. Um, silver's mm-hmm. gone now, so next year it'll just be gold uh, or next time. Um, yeah. But mostly they did a um, a stage pass, sort of like a fast pass mm-hmm. if you've been to one of their parks. Uh, that was part of their their entire hashtag line fail. Um, it didn't work. Um, but uh. we are going to be covering that very soon indeed. <laughs>
0: right. uh, yeah, we're going to get into we're going to get into a couple of the the negatives. Question, uh, well, yeah. obviously for Katrina as well, because I've had uh, someone on Twitter ask me what I mean at um, Comic Con uh, for press. Um, mm. You don't get a great deal of um, advantages when it comes to actual Comic Con itself. Um, mm. You do get the um, the emails through for the round tables, that kind of thing, and it's all organised by the industry. Because, obviously, it's all about Disney here. What was what advantages or what did your, your experiences press?
2: Uh, it was kind of the standard, but um, as far as the major press for the upcoming movies, uh, they kind of limited it to, you know, the three main ones where it would be EWTHR variety. Uh, so the rest of us kind of... Um, it wasn't... Like, for stage 23 and 28, we basically could just walk in, which was great, because that meant we could get good pictures, and they they allowed us to take photographs and stuff there, and live tweet. So they were really, as far as getting my job done, it was good. Like if there there weren't that many hiccups or anything that was too hard to do where I couldn't make sure I got my stuff done at the end of the day. Thanks. But I okay. wish we could get into Hall B 23. That would
0: have been cool. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think that's um, kind of like what uh, everyone who seems to think that, uh, oh, well, if you apply for press, that you get escorted mm. right into the front of the line.
2: Yeah, Halby 23 work. was a bit of um, one person per outlet, so I, I ended up foregoing mine because we had a much younger correspondent and I wanted her to have fun. So.
3: You're a good person.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, as well as all the positives, and it does really sound like it's a very positive crowd, It sounds like it's a very positive con. There are one or two flies in the ointment, and at the end of the day, it's got two years now to kind of work those kinks out because Mm -hmm. con culture is just growing and exploding, and we've seen it over the last um, half decade, decade, Mm -hmm. but now it's landed very much on D23's door. What um, would you say was the biggest kind of hiccup for yourselves, um, if anyone wants to jump in, who's going to go first? What was the first, what was the What's the big kind of problem this year?
2: Uh, line management, just overall, uh, everything. I, I wish that people started adapting the the super cold-hearted, strict policies of New York Comic Con, where you know overnight lines are completely banned, which would be nice, but. Uh Outside of that, it was just like get, getting the crowds through the halls, like there weren't the, the plans for moving people, they weren't so great, and having cards being handed out in the middle of the hallway is also not very safe, um, so yeah, it's basically just that, you know, I feel like a part of it was that they weren't prepared for the crowds for The Force Awakens and Civil War, and that, because that's like a good smattering of the Comic-Con crowds that have never really... Had an interest in D twenty three. There are a lot of people that I talked to who this was like their first year. So yeah, I think two years. Two years is a good amount of time to figure that out.
1: Okay. The problem with two years is that it's also enough time to forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: My my issues with the lines um, were. <laughs> I was gonna say twofold, and then I thought threefold, and what? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, they didn't put uh, people at the end of lines with a sign that said "end of line." Um, <laughs> that could give that information to people that walked up. They simply just just didn't, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't have signs. They had a lot of doors that were closed, like. I've been to that convention center for multiple wonder cons and celebration and various things, and so I know you can open the doors to halls A and B. I don't know why they decided not to, um, but they just had them all closed, and then they had no sign that said where to go to enter it. Um, so the people that were security standing in front of those doors somewhat uselessly at that point uh, would get impatient because people kept trying to go in. So by later in the day, they'd begin yelling at people that came up, and that was very unpleasant because mm-hmm. um, there was no way to know what what you were supposed to do. Uh, and also just entering the convention in the morning, um, they were very insistent on scanning badges. Um, so you get your badge scanned, and then you were just in, and there was nothing to do. And if you've been to a lot of conventions, you know to look for a place to give you your bag and your souvenir book and things. Mm-hmm. Um, but... There was no, no one to tell you where to do that or, or signs. And then they just had a sort of a table over that you went and got them. Then they wanted to put a check mark on your badge. And it just, it became, it took them, I would say three hours probably to get everybody in there the first day. Um, with unseasonably hot temperature outside and no line management outside. And it just, it just seemed like they said, let's have a convention. And that was as far as it went, as far as line management goes. There was none of the things that you would have at any other convention.
0: I mean, um, were done, obviously the being organized by, by organized by Disney, um, uh, you would kind of assume that they were going to take their the lessons and the kind of like the the model from the parks, because obviously that's one thing that they, I presume they do pretty well, is mm. line line management. Is that was that something that fell apart then?
3: It did. It did. It did. If, yeah. if people had there had, had even stood in a line before, I would have been surprised. <laughs> Never mind, managed a line. <laughs> it was bad. It was and, very, very bad. And a lot of the, the line management problems
4: that Martin was talking about happened the first day. That first day was really, really horrible. Um, and as I was saying uh, before we went on air, on Sunday they got better because on Sunday when I was walking around, I saw there were, active, there were there were people with holding up. Um, I, this is the end of the line. This is the end of the line for gold silver members. This is the end of the line for general admission members. So that helped out. Like uh, Sunday morning looked a lot more organized, um, but still it was yeah you know, the the line management was in uh, on that first day was really really horrible. Um, and then on top of that, well, my biggest problem was really the was also the programming they, they didn't have a whole lot of programming in in stage 23 and 28 and even in and D2, hall D23 and they had a lot of time in between panels and i i encountered this where i was going to a panel that started a half hour late because the panel before which had a half hour buffer ran until the start of my panel and um and then they gave out too many they they have stage passes, which is um, uh, so they gave out too many stage passes for this one panel and it seemed like everyone who was entering had, a, had was had the stage. you couldn't get in through standby and I thought that was a little unfair to people who may not have known about the stage passes or thought oh maybe I can try to gamble on standby and i don't I am I wasn't too fond
3: of. Of, of, of that management aspect.
1: So they cleared there, rooms.
3: Yes, they, they cleared they, rooms. Clear, yeah, and they left what seemed to be more time than they needed in between panels. Um, and some people it,
1: overran yeah. It's, yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it was
3: more. It was it was more mismanagement of the time between panels than anything. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was. Yeah, so it's a testament to how great the content was that. Like, that wasn't the first thing we all wanted to talk about. <laughs> Fair enough. It was pretty bad. Okay.
1: How did the the, t- the tap-in, tap-out thing with the, um, the... And I've heard this was not an RFID system. It was a quasi-system. How did that work for you guys?
2: I still don't understand how it functions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the... What, was it just like a headcount thing or... I don't know because sometimes they would scan it, sometimes they wouldn't. It, I didn't get it. I didn't. Yeah, yeah.
4: and and it, and it wasn't a tap. Yeah, it wasn't a tap and tap out. They had like a handheld scanner, and there was it was almost like a QR code on your badge, and they okay. would scan it every time, every time you walked in. I'm like, I was in here already just five seconds ago. <laughs> you are scanning me and again, like, yeah, we need to scan every
1: time. I'm like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Right. So, so it had to go out and get the information from the cloud and and back down to you kind of thing as opposed to, okay, yeah, just reading yeah. it off your, your ticket. So the, it, it, it it sounds as though that it, it worked a lot uh, more clumsily than the New York Con RFID, which is very quick.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: absolutely. But also, I
0: was also hearing as well that um, you were saying that they had the, the handheld scanners and they only had two per shoot. Which means they having to feed all these people down the the shoot. I mean, certainly, um, did I know that um, uh, Martin? Did you do the the early queue up for uh, the Star Wars, or for yeah. live action?
3: Right. The, the overnight queue actually was the star of the show. That worked perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mark, Mark, you had some things you were going to say about that. I thought. Did I for overnight? Basically, basically (laughs) your thought, your 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 comment on Sunday or Saturday was, I'm just gonna come queue up overnight just to get even if I don't want to go to the first panel just so I can get into the building. (laughs) Yeah, because the first day I I went to that you know the Friday morning I guess lineup. Um, even though I didn't want to get in the shop early, I didn't want to go to the panel. I wanted to get um, stage passes for the. The Mouse Raid, which is embarrassing just to say. Uh, It's their version of the Math (laughs) parade, which was a lot of fun. And I'm glad that I got stage passes for it and we got great seats and had a good time. Um, But, you know, I I did that overnight queue, more or less, um, just so that I could be in the building. And it turned out to be great. Uh, I had my bag. I had my souvenir book. I then made the mistake of going out to pick up my wife and son, and there was no way for me to get back into the building without waiting in the line with people who hadn't been in yet and were waiting for their bags. Uh, mm-hmm. It was pretty disastrous. Um, so, but yeah, the overnight queue was great. You got in, they had a nice space for you. They sold coffee. Um, you know,
0: I think that what was, was bit, the, 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 re- the one of the reasons why I brought it up because it did. I mean, the, the one thing that I did read. Um, was the whole idea of the doors opening, and then two hours later, people still not getting into the building because they were still being fed uh, down those chutes, and it was just taking so long to get people onto the floor, uh, into the building. Yeah,
3: there was some of that, and there was the the announcement of, hey, we're letting you in 30 minutes, and then an hour and 45 minutes later after not being able to find a single D23 employee anywhere, (laughs) you'd finally get let in, you know. Um, no intervening announcements or anything. So they they messed up that to some extent too, but um, yeah, it was way better than the other lines.
0: Was it something that um, did improve over the, well, all the hiccups that you've talked about, were there things that they, they learned over the course of the weekend that they were dynamically kind of like adjusting and improving, or was it a case of let's just get this weekend out of the way and let's just, we'll concentrate it once it's all done? What, what was your take on it?
4: Well, there were the end of the end of the lines sign holders um, on Sunday. The, so you could tell like, they, that they figured out, well, we need something. Um, so just to get in, I think the lines to get in on Sunday were, were definitely better than on um, Friday. Hmm. Um, and then they also uh, convention center also brought out water for people. That was kind of cool. I mean, because it was really hot and it was kind of like, do you remember um, lining up for Hall H before they actually put up the tents? That's kind of what the lines was like to enter the convention center. There were no tents, so you're out in the, you know, the 85, 90 degree weather of Anaheim, California.
0: Yeah, um, I heard it was a bit um, hot.
3: Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, gold, the gold, silver line was in the shade.
1: <laughs> <Of course>. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you get the gold stone. <laughs> As a person um, who hates the heat. <laughs> yeah.
0: We're gonna go into a couple of the um comments and the Q and A's, um but before we do, we've got um about five minutes or five, ten minutes if you want to get your final entry in for uh, my dream Jim Lee. Once again, that's for these. Rather nice. 2014 SDCC souvenir books um, drawn by Jim Lee and if you can see there, signed by the man himself. I didn't just get a silver pen and just scribble on these by the way, <laughs> that's Jim Lee. Okay, so those are, These are Jim Lee signed books. Um, once again we're looking for the sketch that you would love to see, Jim Lee sketch for you at uh, a panel if you uh, could shout out any request, what would be your dr- your dream Jim Lee uh, once again, you can also uh, try and add him into the uh, conversation as well at, at Jim Lee, but the hashtag we're looking for is My Dream Jim Lee, and you've got about 5-10 minutes to get your uh, final entry in. A um, couple of comments are coming in. Uh, this is Ma, uh, Mel Shaw. Hello, Mel. Uh, if somebody is escorted by a plaid, that's P-L-A-I-D, uh, they are most likely a celebrity or an executive in the industry. The VIP escorts are called plaids in short uh, because of their Played costumes so that's uh kind of relating back to what we were talking about in terms of people getting Thanks. some uh vip treatment uh dan berry the lineup for the live movie panel uh saturday was good and well maintained um although he does say that the line management on the friday to get into the floor was just his major hiccup um people didn't even know what was going on when we asked them uh, and there was also no shade in the lines as well but i think we uh we covered all of that. Uh, he also mentions as well that the the bag lanyard area was chaos. Did Did you find that? Oh my God! I'm seeing faces <laughs> drop. All three of you. <laughs> three. Okay, the bag lanyard area. Uh, Katrina, uh, I mean, what did What did I, you find?
2: I didn't have to deal with too much of it, uh, but that's where they sent me originally after they got gave me my press pass, and then I was sent back to. Press registration to get my bag and lanyard. So it was weird.
0: You, you just all you were sent all over the place by sound things.
2: Boom boom boom. Fair
0: enough. Um, but Ma- yeah, Martin, you just threw a face there, which says it all, I think.
3: Uh, yeah, yes. uh, like I said, when you came in, you were just adrift, and you if you would eventually have to walk your way over, sort of to the right, toward Hall B, to get your bag and lanyard. Wait while they put a check mark on your badge, which was very slow. And Mm -hmm. then you were again adrift in front of hall B facing toward hall A with no sign saying entrance on hall C. (laughs) So you had to turn and fight your way back through that crowd to get the other way. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it was, that was um, what caused all the people to be standing outside for three hours basically was, was that whole mess.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, other comments that are coming in on the QA. Um, Alyssa, uh, apparently it, yeah, you said a little bit earlier because I, I thought you were saying this as well, um, about next year. Um, D23 is alternate years and it's going to be I 2017 two for the next one. Um, I a- thought I said two years. Ah, you see. I thought
1: I said two years. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: Uh, a CM at Disneyland actually told us it's uh, actually told us it's every year, alternating between Anaheim and Orlando. So even <laughs> they get it wrong. So, <laughs> so there we go. Thank you very much indeed for that, uh, Dan. Um, what else have we got here? Um, I think people are also asking. Um, yeah, well, I think the, the the big question then is, what can D23 learn? Um, I've, I'm guessing then all three of you took positive thoughts away from uh, this year. I mean, absolutely loved it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah it was fine. Right. I, I. was fun. I was fine. Okay. <laughs> you see, this is why we enjoy. We. This is why we invited Mark because I love him for his understatement.
4: Okay. If you love Marvel, Marvel Studios. I would recommend going to D23 on D23 years because you probably will not get a, right. a, a proper Marvel panel at in, in San Diego, and oh. so you can you can at least see it on D23. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bitter, yes, <laughs> bitter party one over here. Um, yes, yeah, <laughs> I, I can go off on a whole <laughs> blog post on this.
0: Fair enough. Okay, um, so things that um, they can learn. So we'll 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 go down. So Katrina, I'm what do you better, what do you think?
2: Better line management. It's it's something's got to be done. <laughs> Something has it's to key. be done. <laughs> so, no, it, it's it, terrible.
1: It, it stopped me. I went to uh, New York Comic Con in 2012, and I skipped 2013. And one of the reasons was because of the line management. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't, it's too hard for experienced con-goers <laughs> to suffer through poor line management.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh,
0: um, Mark, what would you say? Is it, uh, it going to be the same answer for all three of you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So okay, Disney, better line management. There you go, three words. You can stick it on a T-shirt. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, excellent stuff. Um, I suppose then the big the big question is then, um, would you go back? Uh, is it something that you are uh, looking forward to for 2017?
2: Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to Disney World anyway, so it's it's cool. We can package it, and it'll be great. And nice. a, I'm, I'm,
0: guessing, I'm guessing that's a big plus about where it's held
2: yeah I'm very excited I haven't been to Walt Disney World in ages and my boyfriend's never been so I'm very excited to bring him down there and then just hit up D23 at the same time uh, do my job and then go take it at one of the resorts
4: wait is the next one going to be in Orlando
2: mhm oh
4: yep. and yes <laughs> I've never been to Walt Disney World either
2: it's amazing um,
4: um, uh, I, I would recommend it just for the Marvel panel. Um, I'm sorry, Marvel Live Action Universe panel. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Okay. No.
3: yeah I, w- I would say if you can go and hang out all weekend with Mark like I did, you should do it. it was a good time. This is sounding a, a little love, bit
0: like a love fest between these two. So, <laughs> oh,
3: no, well, there were five of us, so <laughs> you think about that.
0: Whoa. Okay, that's a whole other web show. That's something else (laughs) entirely. Okay. Here's the question then. If you heard that there was going to be no Star Wars in 2017, would you be making it across the pond to Star Wars Celebration next year? Oh.
2: (laughs) I don't think I could. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> I, I'm a rational adult. It's sad. I wish I could say yes.
4: <laughs> Celebration's also a week before Comic Con, right? It is yeah. indeed. I, yep.
0: Yeah.
4: That, yeah. If, if I were to go to London, I'd want to spend just a week, just in London, just checking things out that I've been to before, and
1: mm-hmm. and I
4: wouldn't have any time for celebration. And then I would have like another week of Comic Con. I would
3: be too burnt out. I can't do it. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I I walked away actually less positive about Celebration than than most, any convention I've really been to. Um, just it, it wasn't my kind of show. I'm not an exclusive person. I just didn't enjoy it, other than the big J.J. J. Abrams panel. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, okay.
3: So I wouldn't go. Fair I probably enough. wouldn't go if it was here. <laughs>
0: but the thing is, I was going to be hosting a massive party for everybody. So <laughs> <laughs> wow. You want to host a plane ticket? Um, let me see if I can talk to some I'll get my people to talk to your people Uh, that's fine Um, one or two final comments then we have got ourselves Dan Berry uh, uh, who's uh, turned around and said one thing I did like was the fact that exclusive footage at D23 will remain exclusive since the security bag for electronics was there we even had to put watches, Apple Watch and Pebble in the bags Mm -hmm. they really clamped down on that thing didn't they
3: wow Okay." um, yeah. And they were
2: walking, over,
3: walking, in the, walking up and down the aisles too, like really looking. Like, I, I got my water bottle out of my bag at one point, and I was waiting for a hand on the back of my neck, you know, to drag me, <laughs> drag me out of my seat. <laughs> I was looking over that, my shoulder the whole time.
0: Is it something that you think um, SDCC could adopt or should adopt?
3: Would I don't think, think they want to. I don't think they want to pay people like Disney paid people. You know, <laughs> um, so so no, I don't. I don't think they should have volunteers do it. And if they're not going to pay the type of security that Disney paid, then then no.
2: I'm still of the policy that if you're going to make people wait overnight in line for something, you should give them more than a trailer. So that's where I sit.
1: T-shirts for everyone. T-shirt! t <laughs>
0: Everyone gets a John Williams concert. You get a John Williams concert. You get a John Williams concert. No. <laughs> that the best. So thank you very much indeed for uh, joining us um, once again. Katrina, thank you very much indeed for coming along. It's always a pleasure to have yeah. you uh, join us. Where can people find you online? And, uh, yeah, what are you up to at the moment?
2: Uh, If you look anywhere for O' Katrina, that's with a C, uh, you'll find me doing all kinds of stuff. Right now, I am still with Movie Pilot, of course, um, so you can find me on MoviePilot.com. And you can check out my Star Wars blog at mossisleyunderground.com where I host a whole bunch of podcasts.
0: Excellent stuff. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Mark, we can't see any graphic on screen, so you're going to have to tell people it's not at Mark Velez, no. is it? No, no, no. I no. made this mistake myself. So, where can people find you
4: online? You can find me at Twitter um, at NoCal in SoCal. Um, mm-hmm. You can find me on Google+. I'm, I, I post, most of my um, social media is on Google+. That would be plus Mark Velez. Um, and I have a Facebook, but that's <laughs> mainly private stuff. Um, but you can find me on Facebook at uh, Facebook slash NoCal in SoCal.
0: No, I think I'll sit with Google+. Thanks. the um, <laughs> stuff, thank you. And, um, Martin, um, thank you very much indeed for joining us and showing us those fantastic bits of swag you've got behind <laughs> yeah, I'm, be I'm, I'm you.
3: I'm sorry I couldn't get your graphic up. Um, <laughs> mostly, mostly in the, uh, the San Diego Comic-Con community on Google+. Um, uh, just wanted to quick say, Katrina, really nice to meet you. Uh, you. I'm a big fan of the Mosley, your, your Moss Eisley stuff. Um, Thank you. And, uh, um, yeah, so I guess Martin underscore SD on Twitter. Um, I'm talking about a lot of San Diego stuff, so if you're not from around here. It might be boring. Uh, Fair enough. Or otherwise, I suppose <laughs> to. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mostly just go to Google plus. Excellent stuff. Right.
0: Um, Thank you very much indeed to my three guests. Um, this is where we now can send you off on into your, uh, into your Sunday and uh, um, do whatever you uh, need to be doing. Or, or you can hang around because myself and Alyssa are now going to very quickly talk about um, other things that have been happening um, this week. Um, Alyssa, oh is there anything that you want to talk about?
1: Right. Um. Oh. <laughs> well, obviously he had plans. Yes,
0: he did. <laughs> yes. And so did Mark.
1: Oh, I'm Sylvie Katrina.
0: Katrina.
1: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, I just, at the beginning, you said, uh, you know, Christmas time. I just point out that it's 60 days till Black Friday. So if you've got any geeky things that may be going on sale, <laughs> I'm looking at a new computer. So, um, But wanted to do a huge shout out to the folks who are at Wizard World Chicago. That actually looks really cool. Um, they're at hashtag wizardworldchicago. Um, I'm seeing some really fun pictures yeah, from there. Have you seen anything? Well.
0: Can I also recommend you checking out their Periscope as well? Because yeah. they, they're because they doing a great deal of uh, Periscoping. And also um, the uh, <laughs> uh, the conven- uh, T V Live. Uh, are also okay. doing a lot of uh, periscoping as well. Do check them out, because they're doing a lot of stuff from the floor as well, which is a, a lot of
1: fun. There was, uh, there's also another con happening this weekend um, in SoCal, uh, and it's called Oh, Oh, and Everybody's Gonna Hate Me. It's a real small one, I think, mostly uh, comic comic books, and that's because Chris uh, put put it up, who likes to do <laughs> who does primarily comics, NerdCon, in Escondido,
3: okay. um,
1: California. Um, a shout-out to those guys, too. Um, the other thing uh, that a lot of people have been talking about is has been The Walking Dead. Uh, first off, the spin-off is starting tonight, from what I've heard. It so, is um,
0: Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, here in the <laughs> UK, we're not getting it because it's going out on a... Um, uh, uh pay per view um uh, service from uh, uh b t which is their um, digital channel and not many people have b t uh so it's going to get a rather small uh uh audience here in the u k but um yes i probably <clears throat> expect a lot of um people in the u k acquiring it from lo- <laughs> uh, locations so <laughs>
1: Good luck with. Good luck. Yeah, I, good that's, luck with that. yeah. Because it well, it looks really good. I, I'm really looking forward to it, and we'll probably be watching it close to live, if not, uh, you know, with, not, with if not doing just a little bit of time shifting myself because sure. I can't I can't watch sit through commercials after ten years of TiVo. I just can't do it <laughs> unless there's a really cool commercial. I hear you. So, I hear you. Okay. Uh, but, New York, New York Comic Con, uh, Walking Dead tickets, uh, they handed, uh, there was a Heroes event in New York, and Mike can talk to this quite a bit. And they enabled anybody who was at that event to get into the Walking Dead experience so we can see the, uh, premiere of the show two days before everybody else does. We were talking earlier about putting our phones in a bag. I'm imagining that's gonna be serious. Uh, you know, same kind of, uh, security kind of things there. So, but, um, it seems like a lot more people are able to go there and there's a lot of tickets that are freeing up. So, uh, keep your ears out. Try and, uh, meet up with friends and, and, uh, if you want to go to that. Fair enough. that's kinda you know, that's kinda been what's happening on the forum.
0: Excellent stuff. Um just to let you know what's happening in the next couple of weeks here on the Hangouts. Um, we've got ourselves some big stuff coming up. we are very Uh, happy and pleased that we're still finalizing one or two of the uh, people in the slots but we do have um, on the 13th of September uh, we're going to be joined by uh, Brittany McManus from uh, CGC which I'm very interested to uh, hear what she has to say because anyone who's getting into collecting comics wants to know about um, how to keep them in the best order before you get them signed what actually the whole process of CGC it's all going to be about that we're also going to be covering Granite State Comic Con On the thirteenth, on the twentieth, we're going to be speaking.
1: If I I can talk about Brittany for just one second, she handles the yeah yeah. Well, she hit well. I when I spoke with her about it, um, they were CGC was very clear about: do we want somebody on who does uh, who can talk to grading, or do we want somebody on who can talk to the process? And I said I said at this point that we really wanted somebody on to talk through the process. Yes. Shows So she is not going to be talking about the specifics of grading and can't answer those kinds of questions. I just needed to make that very clear to people. Fair enough. OK, excellent stuff.
0: Uh, we also have on the 20th, um, we're going to be joined by uh, a fantastic couple uh, who run Flicks in the City. Now, this is a couple uh, from the UK that go to conventions. And if you search for Flicks in the City on YouTube or even if you just search for panels Uh, uh, Comic-Cons, you are going to have seen Flicks in the City uh, videos. Stunning quality, and we're going to talk about them, about what they do, and about their work. I'm really looking forward to that. On the 27th, uh, we're going to be doing uh, our two-week ramp-up towards NYCC. Uh, We're going to be speaking to Mike Armstrong uh, from Pop, He's going to be joining us to talk about that con. Really looking forward to that. Always
1: entertaining. He He is, is, oh, he's just... He just exudes enthusiasm and and fun, and he's somebody I could just listen to for hours. <laughs> somebody has a crush. Um, we also are going to be joined on the 4th of October.
0: at Somebody I've got a crush on. Yes, I do. Uh, this is uh, Cameron Duell from Funko. He's going to be joining us to talk about the exclusives that they're going to be bringing, because they're going to be at, at New York City on yes. for the first time. And then on the 11th, it's New York Comic Con itself, so we're hopefully going to be having a bit of a live report from Miss uh, Franks, who's going to be uh, hopefully on the floor. Fingers crossed. So there you go. I'll
1: probably be in the same position I was last year from an overview of the floor. No, we
0: want you on the floor. We want you in the in the thick of it. That's where we want you. Must I? <laughs> oh my word <laughs> okay <laughs> the woman looks scared and she's got another month yet so to calm down <laughs> right let's get this done uh, it, time to wrap things up um, once it go well uh, okay Alyssa once again
1: tell us um, where people can find you friendsofcc.com forward slash forum uh, there you are
0: Excellent stuff, and uh, you can find myself Len Sultana at Englishman SDCC, or you can also find me. Uh, any, just type in an Englishman in San Diego anywhere in Google, you'll find me all over the place. Right, we have these things, and I'm going to be a little bit more delicate with them now because we have somebody on the uh, the, the the chat say Kitty Gun. Hello Kitty, you're getting your fingerprints all over them. I'm having a heart attack here. Have you <laughs> never heard of a plastic sleeve? <laughs> okay, I'm putting them down. I'm not going to touch them again. I'm going to put them in an envelope and send them off to two lucky winners. So here we go. Uh, we've got ourselves a whole bunch of people who have been sending out these treats. Thank you very much indeed for including Jim Lee in there as well. So hopefully he's seen them. and we'll, You never know. We might get a response. It would be really cool if we did. So here we go. We've got two which we're going to do. We're going to randomly select from these um, uh, entrants. And let's go for our first one then. And that is... Congratulations to Neil Williamson, who has uh, won himself uh, one of these uh, Jim Lee signs. Um, he's put himself the suggestion: uh, it's got to be Judge Dredd versus Batman. I would love to see a Jim Lee Judge Dredd. That would be incredible. So, congratulations! Excellent stuff indeed. And our uh, next one is going to Sui Mo. That's S U E Y M O on the Twitter. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, my cousin and I would like Jim Lee to draw Darkwing Duck versus DC villains in Keeping Up with the D twenty three chat today. That would be incredible. So yeah, excellent stuff. Congratulations to uh, Suey and to congratulations to uh, Mark. Well done. We were going to get in contact with you after the hangout, and we'll get those off to you. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Uh, we'll tell you more details about what's happening on next week's show um, when I post details for it later on. But uh, in the meantime, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you very much indeed for watching. And we're back again next Sunday. Take care. Bye-bye. everyone. Take care, guys.
1: Bye.